G'day and thank you for tuning in to the Outpost Church podcast. At the moment, we're just stepping through the book of Hebrews, one chapter per day. In this podcast, you will hear a read through of the chapter today, plus a short devotion to follow. And my prayer is that it's a blessing for you. Hebrews chapter 8. Now, the main point of what is being said is this. We have this kind of high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and the true tabernacle that was set up by the Lord and not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it was necessary for this priest also to have something to offer. Now, if he were on earth, he wouldn't be a priest since there are those offering the gifts prescribed by the law. These serve as a copy and shadow of the heavenly things. As Moses was warned when he was about to complete the tabernacle, for God said, Be careful that you make everything according to the pattern that was shown to you on the mountain. But Jesus has now obtained a superior ministry, and to that degree he is the mediator of a better covenant, which has been established on better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no occasion for a second one. But finding fault with his people, he says, See, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their ancestors on the day I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. I showed no concern for them, says the Lord, because they did not continue in my covenant. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. And each person will not teach his fellow citizen and each his brother or sister, saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least to the greatest of them. For I will forgive their wrongdoing and I will never again remember their sins. By saying a new covenant, he has declared that the first is obsolete, and what is obsolete and growing old is about to pass away. And that, my friends, is Hebrews chapter 8. I just read the word covenant seven times in this short chapter. Seven occurrences of a word that we don't use a lot in today's world. And Probably the main time we use it is for marriage, the marriage covenant. And you think about a wedding day and you think about the wedding ceremony and perhaps the high point or certainly one of the high points of the wedding ceremony is the vows, these promises that are made to love you, to stand by you as long as we both shall live in sickness and in health for richer, for poorer, all these promises that are made. And it is saying, regardless of the circumstances, I am with you. I am for you. I will give myself to you. And it's a beautiful thing. And marriage is a beautiful thing. But there is a problem with marriage. And that is that it's between two human beings who struggle to keep their promises. 
And even in marriages that go the distance, there is no one who has completely fulfilled their marriage vows. And a covenant is a beautiful thing, but a covenant is only as good as the person making the covenant. As beautiful as it might sound, if that person is not able to fulfill it, is not willing to fulfill it, then it doesn't matter how good it sounds. It's not going to happen. And here we have this comparison between the old covenant and the new covenant. A covenant is not a contract. A contract is a negotiation saying, all right, let's work out the best deal for you and me and we'll make it work. A covenant is saying, this is what I will do. And it may involve an if. So we see that in the old covenant where God said to the Israelites, if you follow my laws, then I will bless you. If you don't follow my laws, then you will be cursed. He is not making a contract with them, but he is making a covenant and just letting them know how it's going to be. This is what is going to happen. These are your choices. When it says here, finding fault with his people, he's saying the problem with that first covenant was just that the people he was making the covenant with were not able to hold up their deal of the bargain, their end of the bargain. It's been said that the first covenant revealed God's holy, righteous standard, but didn't give any ability to fulfill it. Whereas the new covenant, instead of it being an external thing, trying to break into the heart, it is an internal thing that can't help but be expressed through action. To take what was something written on letters, written in letters on stone, to be something written on human hearts, that it would be part of who we are, not just what we do. Who we are expressed through what we do. Like this is the covenant that I'll make with them. It includes I'll put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. And each person will not teach his fellow citizen and each his brother or sister saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least to the greatest of them. For I will forgive their wrongdoing and I will never again remember their sins. There is a new covenant in operation. And this new covenant has been in operation for a couple of thousand years. All all of our lives and all the lives of many generations before ours. And yet we find ourselves going back to an understanding that is of a previous covenant that says, if we do this, then he will bless us. But the reality is he has made a new covenant where it is all about what he has done. It's not about what we do. We are the beneficiaries of a new covenant with a father who is faithful and who has made amazing promises and he will do them. He will keep his word. There are no wedding vows that have ever been uttered that can hold a candle to the promises that God has made to you. And he is faithful and he will do it. He will follow through. How good. Hallelujah and amen.